this is Nikki Alice and this is your Monday Motivation, your bite-sized snack of inspiration to start your week right. And today I'm talking about the lazy person's guide to getting in shape. I'm so passionate about this that I actually registered the business name, the lazy personal trainer at one stage. My marketing manager said, It was a terrible idea, but I loved it. And hey, look, we could actually argue that a lazy person probably wouldn't care that much about being in shape, and that would be a valid point. So maybe we should go with the time poor person's guide to getting in shape, or maybe the efficient person's guide to getting in shape, because it doesn't matter who you are. None of us like the feeling of having done a whole lot of work for nothing. The feeling of having wasted our time sucks massively, but particularly if that time involved you leaping out of bed to head off to the gym at 5am. Yikes. And as a trainer, in all honesty, I do sometimes see this. I do have clients come to me who have been doing a particular thing for a long, long time, religiously going off to the gym for 10 years. And I know that a big chunk of that time, they really weren't taking their fitness or their strength in a forward direction. They were just holding steady. And I always reframe that as, look, it's great base building. There was no harm done. You know, you stopped, you know, you stopped perhaps allowing your body to put on more more body fat or, you know, you didn't slip backwards, but there's so much more they could have done in that time. So I'm all about making sure that whatever we do, it is going to drive you forward if possible. Now, I myself don't want to do a minute of extra exercise if I don't have to. I also have an ongoing affair with vanilla slices. Mm -hmm. However, being quite vain and also wanting to be a badass old lady, I've been on a quest the last 30 years or so to learn how to train as effectively as possible, both myself and also you. It's what I want for you. So now the advice I'm going to give you um, applies to everybody. However, I know my tribe and my tribe is generally women aged 30 plus. So this is aimed squarely at you if you're in my tribe and also a little older if you're in perimenopause or postmenopause. Hey, this is appropriate for you as well. So first up, prioritize your weight training. I know I sound like a little bit of a stuck record on this, but I really mean prioritize your weight training. And I don't mean messing around in the gym, doing the same thing or similar thing every time you train and being very, very slow to increase your weight. Um, I also don't mean boot camp. I also don't mean circuit style franchise studio training. You know what I mean. I'm not going to name names. I don't mean that. I mean training in a progressive fashion, keeping track of what you lift and lifting some heavy shit at some point. I also want you to hit your protein macros. Steph has talked about this a lot, but ensuring you get enough protein to help you refuel and recover. And especially if you are perimenopausal, it will even help you with the brain fog that I know you all hate and complain about. 
It will also help you to stay hydrated and will also help you stay satiated. So remember, satiated means that you feel fuller for longer, which means you are less likely to go searching for other stuff to fill you up. These things are wins if you are after changes in body composition. Next point is stop overdoing the cardio. Focus primarily on your weight training. Add in add in one session a week of what we call polarized training. This may be a new term for you. You may have heard of high-intensity interval training before. You may have heard of steady state training before. Well, now we have polarized training, which means high intensity, but with plenty of recovery. So something like my spin classes, perfect. But you don't want to be doing them every day. One or two sessions a week is ample. Cardio in particular can be very counterproductive when you are already trying to maintain muscle mass or especially put on muscle mass. Now, if you're aging, you're losing muscle mass unless you are actively working to put it on. So adding in that extra cardio exercise can be really counterproductive for you. So we want to watch that. Okay, my next tip, stop reducing your calories. I know, I know, eating less and doing more cardio, that used to work for you, right? You used to get into quite good shape doing that. It doesn't work for you anymore. Once you pass 40 in particular, that's going to be counterproductive. So you think that eating less and upping your calories, uh, sorry, upping your cardio, you think it's the answer. It absolutely isn't. You need to try something different and there's something different is lifting weights in a progressive fashion. Next thing, drink more water. Hydration is key. It's going to help you stay full. It's going to help all of your systems work really well. It's even going to help your metabolic rate stay a little bit higher. So make sure you drink water and drink less booze. If you are drinking alcohol at the moment, make sure you bring that right down. It seems to me that everywhere I look, all of the research is honing in on alcohol not being such a great thing. We used to talk about the French paradox and that a little bit of red wine was really healthy, decreased your chances of cardiovascular disease, and it was generally quite a healthful thing to do. It seems that like we were moving away from that, so drink less booze. My next point is, well, actually, let's talk about um, – how we need to be careful about who we follow. So many influence, influencers on social media have naturally fabulous physiques that would look much the same no matter what they did. So often they have zero qualifications at all. So my first tip for you is if you're following someone on social media who looks great and is doing little home workouts, check out their qualifications. Who are they? Are they qualified to tell you what to do? Finally, remember with influencers that the programs that are easiest for them to sell and cheapest for them to provide are home-based body weight exercises. Easy for people to do and easy to follow, but these are not what you need to do. They're fine if you have been sitting on couch for the last five years and you're looking for you know, a first step, but moving on to get the results that you want, you need more than you know your body weight and 
a booty band. You actually need to lift weights. So be really mindful that to get a super strong and lean physique, you simply won't achieve it training at home. You will need either a really good home gym or you'll need to venture out and join a studio or a gym. I want to finish on a really high note, and that is to reassure you that no matter what your age, you can move forward with your strength, your power, your flexibility, your mindfulness, everything about your physicality, you can improve. There is a fabulous um, academic. She's based in Sydney and her name is Professor Maria Fiatoroni Singh. She's a geriatrician who has made her life's work studying older adults and in particular looking at their physicality. And she has shown conclusively that we can improve our strength power, balance, and mobility right into our 90s. So you have no excuse for holding back. You can do this. I absolutely know it. No matter how low the base you're starting at, you can get better. Now go off, enjoy your week, smile at strangers, pat friendly dogs, and may your week be a cinch. has been a Suckerfish Media production. Subscribe now for Find Your Fierce with Nikki Alice.